3: Heather DeSantis. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting and Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here tonight for our wonderful series, our new series called Life After COVID. (laughs) Right now, a lot of people are freaking out. They're like, I'm at home. When am I going to see people again? I can't stand this lockdown stuff. But you have an inspiration inspirational story that you actually started before COVID, but it's a wonderful opportunity to see the silver lining on what's possible, even in a time of uh, and, and turmoil, that you can turn it around and actually make, you know, make your life better and do something different. So welcome to the show. Share with the audience a little bit about your background before we get started. Absolutely. So
4: gosh, um, I grew up always wanting to be an entrepreneur. Uh, my dad and uncle were really successful in real estate and they both passed away so having people you're close with pass away it really makes you want to become an entrepreneur um so i went on to work at an ad agency and then from there um started building my own pr agency but i always dreamed of really building my own life according to my own terms when i worked at the ad agency 15 to 20 hour days really stressful having to choose between work and family Um, Not really being able to live a blended life, Um, I left um, build publicity for good, and now it's amazing. Literally, we're a team of fifteen. We get to work with amazing purpose-driven brands, really focused on scaling to a million, to two million, to three million. But you know, like I wanted to do it differently. So when my fiance um, got out of the military, we wanted to tour the U.S. and we want to have 100 acres so we can have a farm. So we committed um, to living and working full-time from an airstream and we've been doing that it'll be a year um, in June.
3: That is so cool. That is so cool. See I don't know if you know anything about my background. Me and my husband, he's a pilot and I love to fly. So uh, we, we okay. said that we'd like to fly the whole 50 states and we've kind of kind of dreamed that wouldn't it be cool if we could like travel and just fly there and then stay and then travel and camp and stuff like yes, that. Yes, you should. Yeah, we haven't done that. We we have hit a number of states, but it just sounds like such an American dream. What do people, they're like, when I retire, I'm going to Winnebago. I'm going to get, but why wait? Like you're showing people you don't need to wait. You don't need to
4: wait. Most people we meet on the road are definitely retired. So negative things if you wait when you're older, like you don't necessarily, your knees aren't as good. And then you also have the pressure of, oh my gosh, like I don't want to miss the grandkids. So for people who are younger or have young kids, like it's an exciting time to be able to work on the road. And I think it's even more exciting because everyone's working at home now. So many companies are putting flexibility in place for people to work from home that I think families really have opportunity to go on their road and parents have the flexibility to travel and homeschool their kids that there's just more opportunity for families to opt out of the traditional society, um, still build a very successful business, but do it according to their own terms.
3: Yeah. I love that you mentioned that Heather, because right now you just hit on one of the perfect silver linings, which is for both business owners. And if you're an employee that you don't have to be stuck in one place. I work with a wonderful client right now who I was working with in New York and me and my husband started to think, Hey, we might want a life somewhere else. And we were thinking about this before COVID. But then afterward I said to my client, Hey, what do you think about this? They're like, sure we don't care where you work as long as the work gets done and and the same could go with you know if you're an employee or you own a business if you can keep it going and with electronics and wonderful zoom that we're on right now it offers these wonderful opportunities to reimagine your life and how it could be it's exciting i mean
4: this is a scary time as a business owner like gosh i've had to pivot i had to rebuild the business like there were times of stress but Where I see we are now, like, we're such a stronger company, like our revenue is higher, we've had to really pivot to think things differently. But I feel like there's been such an opportunity of growth to have to do things that you put off, you know, because it wasn't the right time.
3: Yeah. And let's talk about that pivoting and, and growth, because I've heard that just not just from you, but from a number of business owners, just the one that came on last week and the week before telling me their businesses are actually expanding in this time. It's not like they were going to say, whoa, COVID here, let me go take advantage of it. It just happened that way. So share with us, how does that pivoting and, and, re- and that growth help or happen in your company? how did that come about? So I think like any sense of
4: complacency before like was gone, like you had to work harder and be more intentional because you have families that you're responsible for with your company. So I think that's the first thing. Um, I think the second thing is looking at adapting, creating smaller offers, even looking at your products. Uh, we created lower ticket items to serve more people instead of high ticket programs as well. So um All of those things that you tend to put off because it's not the right time um, really had to happen and you had to really analyze what was working and what wasn't working and where are you spending money that's not necessarily decreasing your stress or helping with the ROI of your
3: company yeah that's important heather because i think a lot of people say well you know i was a public speaker before now what i'm like well you can still speak we have the wonderful online platforms like the one we're talking on right now that allows you to reach people as well as free uh, platforms like youtube that can allow you to build an audience connect with them and still do what you do if, if speaking is your thing and there are a variety of ways i mean i've heard about so many business owners pivoting and thinking, well, there's no way I could do what I did before. Now one was an upholstery company that decided, Hey, we did upholstery. People are not concerned with their furniture right now. Let's turn that into making masks. Oh, cool. Yeah. (laughs) Talk about pivoting.
4: (laughs) No, I think that's cool. And there's also like, I see a lot of businesses, um, really stepping into thought leadership Mm -hmm. and positioning them as the expert and using that to grow their business and businesses really, happening to step up to use social media to grow their business
3: so tell me that t- let's talk about that Were businesses kind of letting that fall by the wayside before take not really taking advantage of the full use of social media before
4: i don't. Th- i don't think so um i think they weren't concentrated on like they weren't strategic with trying to get new leads for their business mm-hmm. um when things changed it kind of for a lot of businesses it was fight or famine so like you had to be intentional with what you were doing. So from my end, it's been a lot of social media, but then also it's been a lot of traditional outreach as well. So, you know, focus on traditional connections with potential leads, but then also really focusing on using attraction marketing and social media to speak to the needs of your client too.
3: Ooh, good one talking to the needs of your clients like that guy with the upholstery company what do my clients need right now they're focused on protecting themselves maybe masks are the way to go and so you what what that shows me right there is that refocusing on what are your clients needs right now
4: so you have to pivot and it's like for me i run a publicity agency we do pr but it's not necessarily about the pr it's that we increase visibility we increase web traffic we increase credibility we help clients stand out amongst their competitors and get more press. So like we're really focused on the transformation and the pain point of a client instead of focusing on I'm an author or what you physically sell. Yeah.
3: And I, I think that's probably a mistake people make, whether they are in the time of COVID or not, which is me, 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 look at what I got to give you instead right? of like, um, how can I help you today? <laughs> like when you call customer service, it's like, how can I help you? It's like coming back to that uh, service attitude more than here's all my, my uh, features I have to give you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well now Heather, what I'm finding excited about your story as well, is you said that after you went on the road and started living in the Airstream that you really got rid of a lot of stuff and you realized you didn't need as much as you had before, that life got a lot simpler. Share that with our audience. Yeah,
4: so when we um, decided to do the whole Airstream thing, we literally had to move our stuff to a storage unit. Um, so I literally had this, I have a small closet um, and literally my main focus at all times is ensuring that I have good internet. Um, so we literally put a standing desk in the Airstream. It's a very minimal life. Like we have a fridge, but we don't have much space um, for a, you know, a lot of food. So it's definitely focused on reuse, recycle, sustainability, Um, And instead of just thinking of the day, like planning out the week ahead and Mm -hmm. how, how everything is going to um, impact one another. But then also like really optimization. Hmm. So you know what I mean? Like optimization of everything, optimization of space, optimization of having less clothes so you don't have to think about, um, Then, you know, the next thing, like the night before having your coffee pot ready so you don't have to make the coffee, just like having everything planned out and intentional. So literally when you get up, it's like, I'm ready to work. I'm ready to have my morning routine. And there's less time spent in the preparation of taking 30 minutes to prepare a sandwich, 15 minutes to prepare coffee. Like everything's ready. So you have less resistance of the coffee pots not working, which
3: can dampen your mood, Or, you know, Mojo or any of those things. Yeah. And what I'm finding talking to people right now, and you mentioned something very important before, which is making that personal connection. I, I think I talked to a lot of people and they said, well, I can't get out of the house. I can't see anyone. Well, we have the phone, we have the internet. Thank God in this modern time, if this had happened 50 years ago, we would have just been that trapped in our house. We had to go, you know, knock on the neighbor's door and then run back and go, hi, how are you? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but now we have that connectability that what we can really connect really personally with people, thanks to this modern world. So that really leads um, a great opportunity to everyone out there. And you mentioned something else is optimization that a lot of people are telling me now because stores are running out of stuff or might not, you have to think ahead, which is a good thing. It, it actually, I think, and I've heard from people, it's making them more effective in their business and in their life.
4: So no, absolutely, it's exciting. Like there've been a lot of changes, but there's such an opportunity for everyone. You know what I mean? Like the next time you get to go on a date with your husband, like, you know what I mean? You're, you know, it's like you're back to when you first started dating because like you haven't been able to go on a date for so long. So mm-hmm. everything I think has its sense of like authentic meaning again, because it's been taken. There's been so much taken away from so many people.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got that. Totally right. Now, what, what do you say to people out there who said, I don't know where to get started with this. Say I was an employee, lost my job. I don't even know how to get back out there, but you know, I, I, what would you tell them? There are so
4: many free resources. There are dozens of free Facebook groups where you can connect with other entrepreneurs, Um, like literally there's freelance websites that you can put a profile up for free and literally get paid for your time. I just think the most important thing is to find a mentor and find a mentor that aligns with your personal beliefs and who they are as a person outside of business. Um, I think that's the most important thing to realize, but there's such an opportunity now to make money from home um, doing what you did before, whether it's being a VA or managing email Um, And there's so much free stuff out there that literally it's making like making a thousand to $2,000 a month, like just being you is so obtainable and easy if you're just willing to
3: show up and do the work. Yeah. Ooh, good one. Very, very important. And and I think it starts, you mentioned having a mentor. I think it starts with having (sighs) that person not only to hold you accountable, but to keep you in that mind frame of not going down into the pit because you could be like it's over you know i don't have a job and you know how am i going to pay my bills or you can be like okay this happened now what let's pivot let's keep going let's let's figure out figure this out because just this week i looked on a job site and there were so many jobs now being posted for remote work Cause they're like, yeah. why pay real estate when I could just have my employees like remotely? So there are a lot of companies looking to hire remotely. So you could be anywhere all over the country and work for someone in Alaska or something who knows. <laughs> and it's exciting. Like, I wonder now, like,
4: you know, well, more moms before who didn't work with the opportunity to work from home Will more women want to get jobs, you know, like, so they work you know,
3: it's exciting. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. an exciting time. Yeah. And now here's another thing we didn't hit on, but really building that connection. Like you were talking about that beginning connection, like you're able to do with your husband. Well, how about with your kids? You've been at home, you rush home, throw the kid, you know, the food in front of the kids eat, let's do homework, go to bed, start all over again. But now because the kids are there, you're homeschooling, you're helping the kids, you're actually being with them and getting to build that connection with your kids. It's exciting.
4: I mean, it sucks, but what's on the other side, like, people are having to change. We're all having to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think everyone has a higher appreciation for people. Um, yeah. and, you know, and think about like, the positive impacts that it's having on like, the ocean and the world and the ozone layer. You know? So it's just the season we're in, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think there's such an opportunity for everyone.
3: Well, you know, it's like when it's winter, you're like, oh, winter. I don't like winter. I don't like being cold. Well, there's some good things about winter. I mean, I like the the vibrancy of the air. It kind of wakes me up in the morning. Like yeah. summer, I'm like, I just want to go back to bed and <laughs> enjoy the sun. But when it's kind of vibrant and cool out there, kind of get your pants going um yeah you know winter can be a good season and this can be the season where you reinvent yourself as we were saying the silver lining and a new opportunity you're showing people with your inspirational story how that's possible to not wait till you're 72 to go live that life you might have whatever those dreams might be it can be today not at 72 absolutely yeah yeah so let's ask anyone here if they have any questions i see two people on the line uh, 4024, do you have any questions?
2: Well, I was just going to ask the question about the Airstream. Um, how is it pulling that thing around from the from the thumbnail that I saw? I think that's a Dodge. How, 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 how's the driving with that?
4: Oh, my gosh. So I don't pull the Airstream, um, but my fiance, Austin, says it's easy. Um, he doesn't really feel it at all. So we were gonna oh. get a fifteen hundred or a twenty five hundred and we went with a twenty five hundred because it pulls it seamlessly. Wow.
2: Wow. And it looks like a pretty long one too. What what's the capacity on that one?
4: It's a twenty-three foot airstream.
2: Twenty-three foot wow. Looks so the great, thing with though. that
4: so the thing with that is When you get a smaller Airstream, like it has a bed, it has a little dinette, it has a kitchen, a shower, but you're able to get into state parks. So that's the benefit of having a smaller Airstream is you can go to state parks, you can stay at Cracker Barrel, you can actually stay at Cracker Barrel overnight for free. You go in at six in the morning and have breakfast. That's so much fun. Um, So yeah, yeah, it's nice.
2: Yeah. When you get over to the, can you plug in? How, how does that work? Like with water and electricity, do you get to plug in or are you we have, full, so we
4: have So we have full hookups and everything. Um, and like, we're looking in the future to get solar.
2: Oh, wow. Thank you. For, and it's, it's very, very interesting and very exciting. Thanks so much.
3: Yeah. Thank hopefully, caller, that you, you will take the opportunity, whatever you have out there that you want to invent and create, get your own marriage today and create your own dreams.
2: I uh, sure will.
3: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. I think uh, that one's not coming off of mute. Okay. The other caller's doesn't want to come off mute, but uh, I don't want us to leave without you letting everyone know, because this is going to go to our podcast and everyone out there. Let them know how they get in contact with you. Find out more about you. Cause you are out there. You're working. It's not <laughs> like you stopped. How can they get in contact with you? Uh, so you can find me on social media at Heather. It's just
4: H E A T H E R and then DeSantis, D-E-S-A-N-T-I-S, or um, publicityforgood.com. And literally, we share everything from living in the Airstream, being in the Airstream, building a seven-figure business, Mm -hmm. how the heck do you manage a team of 15 from an Airstream, Um, experiencing a tornado at an RV park in our Airstream, Uh, lots of real raw things that have just been a part of our story.
3: It's good. And hopefully it'll get people out there to create their own stories. How did you come up with the name publicity for good? Why did you choose that? Name? So I, so we
4: started out as Heather DeSantis public relations, but I wanted it to be a movement. I didn't want it to be just about me. Um, so I chose to go with publicity for good, uh, good stories, good news. And that's really the why behind it. And since COVID, we actually started a positive news site called good side news so, um, every day we're highlighting positive people um, in the world at goodsidenews.com. So, if anyone is yeah. doing something positive to make a difference,
3: I love it. We there. need more positive news. Yay! We need to get <laughs> you on mainstream media. <laughs> thank you, Heather. Heather DeSanta, thank you so much for coming to Savvy Broadcasting today and sharing your great wisdom. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.